Good evening. Join us as we descend into the realm of trembling terror. Be warned, darkness and fear await us on our journey among the shadows. Good evening, listeners, and welcome to Season 1, Episode 7 of Among the Shadows. I'm your host, Cade Rogers, and tonight we hear a tale from the local pet store as we follow one employee through the most unusual happenings. We bring you the Pet Store Cryptid. The pet store I work at isn't part of those big box chains. It's a small, locally owned mom and pop store. I like my job, even though it can be mundane. At least the pay is decent and the hours are rarely unreasonable. The best part of my job is working with animals. Sure, cleaning their cages isn't the most pleasant thing in the world, but it's worth it to get to play with them every once in a while. However, recently I've noticed things that are, well, disturbing, to say the least. The owners left on Monday, leaving me in charge until next week. Everything was going fine until I noticed something odd in the bird section. There was one more bird than there had been before. I counted them. There should have been 14, but I counted 15. I checked to see if the extra bird was in our inventory, and sure enough, it wasn't. The extra bird was a cockatiel, and since we sell so many, I couldn't tell which one was the new one. I didn't see how one could have possibly snuck in. My next thought was that maybe someone put it there, although there are two reasons this is unlikely. One, you need a key to get into the display case. And two, there is a rescue center up the street, and we get many of our pets from them. If someone wanted to drop their bird off, why didn't they just take it there instead of going to all the trouble of sneaking it into our store? I called the owners and explained what I found. They told me to double-check if we had perhaps overlooked the extra bird. If I confirmed that there was an extra bird, I was to add it to our inventory. I double-checked the inventory, counting the birds twice just to make sure. To my surprise, I found only 14. I decided that I had been under a lot of stress and must have imagined the other bird. With that, I closed the shop and headed home. The next day, things once again started normally. Nothing seemed weird until I went by the aquatic section and noticed that there was one more goldfish than before. This wasn't so unusual, as they tend to breed, but this extra goldfish was fully grown. Needless to say, I was starting to freak out. Once again, I explained what I found to the owners, and they told me to double-check. I did, and as had been the case with the extra bird, the extra fish was gone. At that point, I seriously began considering the possibility that I was going crazy. Perhaps I was developing some sort of schizophrenia. I decided that if I noticed anything similar, I would start recording it. 
Since we're in a relatively crime-free area, the store didn't have security cameras. But I had some at home, which I could use to record the things that were going on in the store. Now, these cameras were old, so the footage wouldn't be in HD or anything like that. However, the images they would pick up would be clear enough for my purposes. The next day, I noticed that we had an extra snake in our reptile section and decided that enough was enough. I had the cameras in my car, enough for each section of the store, and so I strategically placed them so that they wouldn't be easily noticed. I hid them behind items on shelves and things like that. The only difficulty I had was making sure that the lenses weren't obstructed. After taking care of things before closing, I went by the reptile section again. This time I noticed that there was one less snake. I don't mean that the additional snake had disappeared, like it happened with the bird and the fish. I mean that there was now one less snake than we originally had. They were kept in separate cages, so it wasn't likely that they would kill and eat each other. It was then that the weirdness I had felt earlier began to turn into worry. I started to feel like I was in danger. From what exactly, I didn't know. At least, not at that time. The next day, I arrived earlier than usual, and as I passed the cat's cages, I was met with a grisly sight. They had all been slaughtered. Well, shredded, really. Bits of their flesh clung to the door of their cages, and the trail of blood in the shape of cat paws led to the hamster section. I already knew what I would find there. The only thing left of the hamsters was one half-eaten head, and the expression on its face was one of terror. I ran outside and puked. I called the police, then went back inside to collect my cameras. I wanted to see what they had recorded. I got in my car, locked it, and turned on the ignition. If I needed to flee, all I would have to do was put it in drive and go. The cops said that they would be over as quickly as possible and to make sure that I was somewhere safe. Since I was, I figured I could take a few minutes and glance at the footage my cameras had recorded. I started with the cat's cages. The footage began with me making sure the camera was in place. I sped it up a bit and for the next three hours nothing happened. However, on hour four I caught a glimpse of something. Another cat, a gray tabby, walked into the frame and paused to look at the cats in their cages. Instantly, I saw that the other cats became agitated. Their fur bristled, and they hissed at the new cat. And here's where things get bizarre. The cat cages are in their own separate room that we keep locked every night. The new cat seemed to be searching for a way in. I thought it wouldn't find one until I saw it do something that made my heart stop. It started to stretch itself thin. At first, I didn't fully comprehend what I was seeing. However, I eventually realized that the cat was stretching itself into a taffy-like shape. When it had gotten thin enough, it flopped on its side 
and then slid under the crack of the door. By this time, the cats had grown even more agitated than before. That thing stretched its head and squeezed it into the nearest cage. I could hear a pained scream from the cat inside, followed by silence, and then what sounded like meat being ground. The thing masquerading as a cat pulled its head out of the cage. It looked like a normal cat again, but its face was covered in blood, and it licked its lips with satisfaction. I sat in horror and watched while the other cats met the same fate as the previous one. Then that thing squeezed back under the door to get out of the room, and soon it left the camera frame. I immediately switched to the footage from the camera that had been pointed at the hamsters. I watched as the same cat wandered into the frame and the hamsters reacted the same way the cats had. This time, the creature began shrinking and the shape of its ears changed. Soon, I was looking at a hamster. I watched in horror as it squeezed into the hamsters' cages and they met the same fate as the cats. By this point, I felt faint. I would have left the parking lot if it weren't for the police arriving moments later. One commented on how pale I looked and asked if I needed a doctor. I told him that I would be fine, but that I was still in a little bit of shock. When they took my statement, I didn't mention what I had seen on the cameras because I figured they wouldn't believe me. I just told them that it was vitally important for them to view the footage on my cameras. Before the police left, they called a professional company to clean the mess for me. And I was relieved that I didn't have to mop up any cat or hamster bits. When the cleaners arrived, I called the owners and explained the situation to them. They were mortified, but were relieved that I was okay. They told me that the shop would have to close for a few days so that we could get this mess sorted out. I was about to leave and go home when I remembered something. In addition to the cat and the hamster sections, I had also hidden cameras where they could capture views of the front and the back entrances to the store. I had thought that just perhaps if someone had been doing all of this, I would capture footage of them sneaking in. In the midst of everything, I had completely forgotten about these other cameras. I know I should have also given these to the police, but I was so exhausted that I decided to head home. Once I got home and after I had calmed down, I decided to look at the footage on those two cameras. Looking back, I'm glad I didn't go to the police right away. The back entrance camera didn't show anything. The front entrance camera, however, did. And even though what I saw was less gory, it scared me far more than what had happened to the cats and the hamsters. Someone walked into the camera frame. It turned out to be me, or perhaps I should say it was something that was posing as me. It stopped and looked directly at the camera. Its eyes appeared to be exactly like mine, except that there was an unusually gleeful yet sinister glint in them. 
What disturbed me the most about it was its smile. It looked like it had several layers of teeth. As I paused and ran the camera back to look again, I could see that even with the low quality of the footage, the thing had three extra layers of sharp, pointed teeth. Now, I'm wondering if I should turn this footage into the police. Perhaps they would believe me since they had viewed the footage on the other cameras. But since it technically shows me as the only person in the store during the attack on the cats and the hamsters, there's probably a very good chance that everything would have been pinned on me. So should I give it to them? I I still don't know. What has me even more worried and has caused me to constantly look over my shoulder and lose sleep the past few nights is what the thing did before walking out of the view of the camera. It spoke. All it said to the camera was, You're next. What the hell do I do now? We do hope you enjoyed tonight's episode entitled Pet Store Cryptid. Written by Rose Black and performed by Gregory Neal. Please take a moment to leave us a review and find us on our various social media accounts. We would love to hear from you. And be sure to join us next week as we bring you another terrifying tale from Among the Shadows. This has been a Four Pups Audio Works production. Copyright 2021.